0: If you have your Bibles with you this morning, can I invite you to go ahead and open up them to Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8. New York City, the Big Apple. Many of you may have visited there in the past. It's a place that many people go uh, to sightsee And to see the big, tall towers. Um, But one of the things that's recognized when you hear the term New York City is often the Statue of Liberty. Um, As she sits on um, Liberty Island, right next to Ellis Island, uh, often called Lady Liberty. And she is this beacon that speaks to the world of liberty, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness. She personifies that. As immigrants from ages ago would come in through Ellis Island, that's what they would see is this personification of liberty, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, in today's text, we will also be looking at another lady Uh, As she is often called by many scholars, Lady Wisdom. And she too is personified as God's wisdom, that all should come and receive God's wisdom. It is my intent and my hope that as we go throughout today's text, that we're going to be in chapter 8. It's one unit. And it is, uh, in fact, a speech. Um, if we had spent several weeks in the book of Proverbs so far, we would have gone through the first seven chapters. And we learned a little bit that, in fact, this is Solomon speaking to the nation of Israel through a personification of himself being a father speaking to his son and telling his son instruction And in these chapters, you'll see that there are competing voices, the competing voice that we will see today in chapter eight is Lady Wisdom. But there's another voice that we hear, and her name is Lady Folly. And she is personified as an adulterous woman who seeks in every way to cast men off their course, that they may come to her because it will be sweet But in fact, she is bitter, and you will taste death. So, all the while, Solomon is seeking in every way to communicate to the children of Israel as a father himself speaking to a son, saying, Listen, there is Lady Folly who is crying out, but there is also Lady Wisdom, and she too is crying out. You have a choice. I am compelling you, my son, choose wisdom. And as we walk away from today's text and today's message, it is my hope in every way that you would walk away with this in mind. Choose wisdom and you will live. That's the point of today's text. Choose wisdom and you will live. In fact, today's text leaves us hanging with two choices. In fact, that's what life leaves us hanging with. Two choices. We can choose folly, which leads to death. Or we can choose wisdom, which leads to life. So if you will... I'm going to go ahead and read for us verses 1 through 5. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries aloud To you, O oh men, I call, and my cry is to the children of men. O oh, simple ones, learn prudence. O oh, fools, learn sense. Let us pray. Father in heaven. Lord, as we begin to look at your word, I pray, O oh Lord, that you would bless our ears, that we would have ears to hear. As your son has declared, as he walked the face of this earth, those who have ears, let them hear. And father, just as wisdom is calling out to all who would hear the cry of her voice. Give us ears to hear, O Lord, your word, that we may rejoice for all eternity. Amen. So as we go through this passage, my, my intent is to uh, walk us through chapter 8. As we go through, there is probably about seven points but I will spare you about four of those. <clears throat> My intent is to wrap up uh, concluding thoughts in about three applications before we leave today. The first is this: listen to wisdom. You've already heard me say that. listen to wisdom. She is noble, she is right and she is true. Listen to wisdom. So as we enter here to we're going to go ahead and start with verse six. Let us notice as I read some passages here, I'm going to read through uh, down to verse 17. And I just want you to hear It is my intent for you to hear from wisdom today. But I want you to pick up on a couple of things. Listen to to her words and what she says about her words. Take note that the first seven chapters here, there has been another competing voice in the ears of the son, Israel, and that voice is Lady Folly. So Lady Wisdom here is saying, listen to me. Don't be confused. Hear my voice. This is what my voice sounds like. So let us read. Here. For I will speak noble things. And from my lips comes what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing crooked or twisted in them. They are all straight to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels. And all that you may desire cannot compare. With her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil, pride and arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech. I hate. I have counsel. Sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree what is just. By me, princes rule and nobles, all who govern justly. I love. Those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. Take note here is the, the the terms that wisdom speaks of herself. She says she is noble. She said, "What comes from her mouth is right and true." I want to ask you today. Wouldn't this be a friend that you would want to have? Isn't this a friend that you would want to have? One who everything that comes from their mouth is truth, is noble. It's wisdom. It's right. You can always trust this friend. Verse 12, she even kind of describes herself or personifies herself. And she says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. Kind of this husband wife relationship. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and we go out and we find knowledge and discretion. Who is wisdom's friends? Knowledge and discretion. What a pack of friends, right? Wisdom, discretion, knowledge, prudence. That's the kind of friends that I want to have. Maybe some of you out here today are looking for friends. You, teenagers, as you are embarded with friends and peer pressure, might you look for those who are prudent, wise, who seek the Lord? That's who you want to be friends with. Verse 13, she describes the way she feels in the way that we mentioned earlier here with the Sunday School or Children's Sermon. The fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. Notice the contradiction. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, yet wisdom here says the fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. They don't reside together. They are complete opposites. There's no mixing of the two. We can't bring them together and think that we can reside as righteous men and women if we accept both one in one hand and one in the other. The fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. By me, kings reign. Rulers decree what is just. Isn't that interesting? In our day today, Those who put in place laws and decrees that are good and just, they are gifts from God that are wisdom. And we should praise them. We should be grateful for them. Now, we know that a lot of that is corrupted here in our country, in other countries, across the world. There is corruption of this. But where we see just law... It points us to the Lord and points us to His wisdom to which we should praise and give thanks. Mm -hmm. Might I ask you today, are you seeking wisdom? Are you listening to wisdom because she is crying out to you? She is crying out to every one of us in this room, "Does wisdom bring you joy, and do you listen to her?" But I also ask, there is an opposite here. Are you rejecting folly? I won't go into this, but uh, for my Bible, it's the next column over, is chapter seven, and there from verse 10 to verse 23 I would encourage you at home tonight this evening to read lady folly that you may have a glance at the other voice that is competing with lady wisdom I'll read two verses here if one who follows her verse 22 this is her this is the result All at once, he follows her. So we didn't read her voice, but when she speaks, when she takes a man off course, this is the result. As an ox goes to the slaughter, or a stag is caught fast, till an arrow pierces his liver, and a bird rushes into a snare, he does not know that it will cost him his life. Brothers and sisters, if we take this road of folly, to which I did not read, if we take this road to folly, it leads to death. Might I encourage you this morning, hear wisdom and live. Second truth that I want us to recognize from today's text is whatever you get in life, get wisdom. Whatever you get in life, get wisdom. Wisdom. She is of extreme value. Verse 18 says this. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Even fine gold. And my yield than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness. In the path of justice. Verse 21 granting an inheritance to those who love me and filling their treasuries. kind These verses kind of point us back to verse 10 and 11, which says, Take instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. What she is saying here is, Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter what in life and what value there is, find me. I am better than gold, silver. I am better than the riches of this world. Find me. My value is greater than anything in all the world. Find me. You know, I'm reminded of the Disney movie, Aladdin, Mm -hmm. when the genie comes out and he gives Aladdin his three wishes. And I think as any young child... Just your brain starts moving. You're like, man, what would I ask for? Oh, I'd ask for this. And might I ask you today, if you had a wish, if God were to say, what is it that you want and it is yours, what is it that you're thinking of right now? Some of you children may be thinking, oh, I'm going to get that toy. Oh, no, that's not big enough. I want the whole series of toys that go along with that toy. Some of you teenagers here may be thinking, I I want that truck. Oh, no, 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 I want the the wheels on the truck, the nice rims. I want the stereo system. Just give me three trucks. Some of you may be thinking, I I could really use a bigger house. In fact, I would like some land with that. You know what? Actually, go ahead and give me two or three properties. It would be nice to have one over here and here. I think it is with grain within us. And we smile and we chuckle at it. But we think, man, wouldn't that be nice? Just to have this more and more. You know, Solomon was offered this wish. You don't have to turn there, but I'm going to turn over here to First Kings. In First Kings, the king David has passed on, and the Lord met Solomon in a dream. And he says. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give you. Ask whatever you want, Solomon, and I shall give you. This happened. This happened. This genie story just happened. Here's a man who the Lord has come to and said, ask whatever you want and it will be yours. He's the king of Israel. Can you guys think of that? Give me my enemies because I am the king. I need to protect this nation. I need to be responsible. I need to be a responsible king. Give me give me my enemies. May they bow before me. Give me riches. Riches is what I need that my nation may flourish. Solomon could have asked for anything. Those are, healthy, those are healthy responses. It is good to protect your nation. It is good that your nation flourish. But what was his response? Verse 9, 1 Kings chapter 3, it reads, Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people that I may discern between good and evil. Do you see, brothers and sisters, Solomon had the world at his fingertips and all the riches thereof. It was his. You see, he rejected, he had to reject that request to receive this request a humble request brothers and sisters I'm not sure that I would have asked for that or it would have even been the first thing that have come to my mind that I may discern between good and evil what riches does that bring a man what protection to his city does that bring him That I may discern between good and evil. But how does the Lord respond? Verse 10. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. And God said to him, Because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. He grants it. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind so that none like you has been before you and none like you shall arise after you. Do you hear the decree? He grants Solomon his wish but he's not finished. I give you also what you did not ask for, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. Brothers, sisters, choosing the humble choice of wisdom puts you On the team of the Lord, our God, who owns the world. He could have had the world, but he would have had death. But he chose wisdom to know and fear God. Give me the understanding of right and wrong, good and evil. This humble request that brings no security to his nation, no riches to his nation but that he may fear God and know how to govern them rightly. And God says, it will be done for you. And all the more you will have riches and kings and queens will come all around to hear you speak and hear your words. Amen. Wow. And here he is speaking to his children, Israel, His son saying, brothers and sisters, she is more valuable than the gold and silver you could acquire in your little place. No matter how big or small on this corner of earth, get wisdom, fear God, hate evil, know the difference. It will be life for you. Brothers and sisters, this morning, may I ask you, are you willing, I'm not telling you to, I'm asking, are you willing to give up everything to know Jesus? Are you willing to give up everything for wisdom to know more of what is good and evil to discern. Jesus calls us and says. Take up your cross. And follow me. Taking up our cross means. Leaving our riches. Our possessions. And dying. That's what the apostles did. That's what Paul did. It's what our Lord Jesus Christ did. He took up his cross and died. But, brothers and sisters, did he not tell the disciples, I go to prepare a place for you? The riches and honor and long life they will receive is not of this world. It is on the world to come. Amen. It is worth it. For those of you out here today, and you are hearing this and contemplating, is it worth it to build this kingdom I could, I could build here? Or seek God? Die to myself? Follow Christ? Is it worth it? It is worth it. Solomon here, the wisest man who ever lived, is saying, find wisdom. What does verse 17 say? Lady Wisdom speaks and she says, I love those who love me. And those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and long life are at your fingertips, brothers and sisters. And it is through God's ultimate wisdom, which is Christ Jesus, our Lord. The third and final truth that I want us to recognize in today's text is this. The wisdom of God created all things. The wisdom of God created all things. Choose wisdom and live. Verse 22 is kind of a poem within a poem. In fact, Lady Wisdom takes a moment to defer from talking about her speech and who she is personally. And she tells us of her origin, where she began, where she originated from. And this is a beautiful passage, and as I read it, I want you just to envision in your minds Genesis 1. We've all been there. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So keep that in your pocket as we begin to read to these next few texts. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his works. The first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before He had made the earth with its fields, or the first of the dust of the world. Here, Solomon, or Lady Wisdom, is taking us back to Genesis 1, but actually she's painting the picture of before Genesis 1. If you notice, she's saying, Before creation began, I was there with the Father. That sound familiar? I think it's often why the New Testament writers, and I think if we turn a couple pages over, and if I just take three verses here, as the Apostle John writes, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God." It's often said that John got his understanding of Jesus' deity, the Logos, the Word, Christ Jesus, and his eternality, his second person of the Trinity, God the Son, from here in Proverbs chapter 8, as Solomon is speaking of wisdom in the beginning before creation began. But let us continue in verse 27. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he had made firm the skies above, when he established the foundation of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits so that the waters may not transgress, transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, Then I was beside him like a master workman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the children of man. Does this not sound like a father-son relationship before the world began as creation was being created, that the Son was delighting in the Father. Solomon here is saying that wisdom was established before the earth was created. Here in this passage, wisdom is personified as a woman, a um, a creature of God's creation. So it is only fitting for Solomon to explain her origin. Her beginning. Which is prior to the foundation of the earth. But wisdom is not a woman. In Proverbs 8, Solomon is personifying God's wisdom. Solomon is pointing us to the very essence and nature of who God is. Wisdom comes from God Himself. It is His character. God is wise. He is the perfection of wisdom. It is by wisdom that the world was created. Brothers and sisters, when we read this, I think that our response can only be, Wow, what an amazing God we serve. Amen? As we conclude today, I want to leave us with my hope in every way, with the way that the psalmist, or I'm sorry, Solomon concludes this speech. He says in verse 32, and now, oh sons, listen to me. I don't know about you guys, but Solomon has said this over and over. And I pray fathers that this might be on your lips to your children. Son, listen to me that I may impart to you life Fathers, in this room you have the words of life in your lap, in your hands, right here. Disclose it to them day and night. When you wake up, when you go to bed, write it on your fingers and your foreheads that you may not, that it may not depart from you. Oh, sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways, hear instruction and be wise, and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. Mm. This reminds me of the story, the New Testament, the ten virgins, those who slept and those who stayed awake and waited for the Lord, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside the door. Stay awake, church. Christ will return. May we be awake and ready. But there's a point where we must... Rest in what we've said and lay before our children the choice. In verse 35 and 36, Solomon lays before his children this choice. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself, and who hates me loves death. We find ourselves back at the beginning, this dilemma of two choices, Lady Folly, which leads to death, or Lady Wisdom, Which points us to God in Christ Jesus, which leads to life. Which will you choose today? If you are a, a believer, my prayer and my hope is that today you are encouraged and that you rejoice in hearing how the Lord displays this character. This essence of wisdom, and you rejoice in Christ, saying that He is the essence of wisdom who was incarnate and walked the face of the earth. If you are an unbeliever today, might I encourage you the choice is laid before you. Choose Christ, He is our wisdom. He is wisdom. And the farther down the road we chase Christ, it is wise. Even if it takes us to Africa, it is wise and good. (laughs) And brothers and sisters, riches are laid up for us in heaven. choose Christ and live. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, you are faithful and your word is good and pleasing. To you be glory and honor and praise, O Lord. Bless us today, O Lord, as we have heard your word. Lord, that we may heed it in every way to continue in life and death to choose wisdom, to choose Christ Jesus, the Lord and Savior of all who would come and grapple at His feet. He will love for eternity. Thank you, Lord. In Christ's name, amen. believe we're going to have a hymn of invitation. And for any who need to make a decision or want to learn more or choose Christ, I invite you to come. This place of prayer is open.